hello my dear friends and thank you for joining us welcome back to the art of being i'm your host slade powell and i am so stoked to be with you all and to bring you all the cool content that we've been planning for you this season some of which is already in the can and let me tell you i am lit up about it and all the incredible places we are going to get to go together during this season of life and podcasting this season is all about miracles fuck i think this whole podcast is in some ways all about miracles how to live in the moment to follow your inspiration and your intuition which we will be talking about a lot more this season bt dubs there are some of the keys of living a miraculous life contained in some of the things that we will talk about in this season of the podcast and in the podcast in general. This is very much on brand for us as things that we get to get into. Keys to things like being one of the people for whom life naturally unfolds around you and you're here in the center of it. Clear, conscious, and able to take advantage of the opportunities that are around you, which I think is honestly like a huge part of creating miracles. It's really creating that foundation around you of how you see yourself in the world. It's not just the wild synchronicities that come out of nowhere or like the Virgin Mary's face appearing on some toast. It's miracles happen when you're ready for them, when you are aware and functioning on a high level that has you present to notice the little miracles that happen around us all the time. Living is a miracle. And you create these miracles around you with your conscious attention and resting awareness, which is really uh, all there is. It's like the universe is just doing its thing and you're actually able to watch it happen, to see the threads in the tapestry. So you have more control over what threads you see before you because you're paying better attention. So you notice more than when you are not paying attention or not aware, not present. It's the difference between texting on your phone while you're walking down the street and all you're looking at is the phone versus looking around you as you're walking down the street, being present with a lot more things. Nothing wrong with being on your phone, but you don't run into things. This is how we run into things when we're, you know, walking down the street on your phone. It's because you're not paying attention to all of the other things. And sometimes life is like that. Sometimes life is like, oh my God, I just ran into a lot of things. And where were they? They came out of nowhere. They didn't. Nothing comes out of nowhere. It's just what your attention is on is where you're focused. And so what you get to see of the world is what you have put your attention on in the world. So let me give you some some more about that we're going to get into that a little bit deeper in this episode and i'm going to give you like like go deep into a particular example of what that might look like and what that has looked like recently in my life part of what we're talking about here is like the difference between it's not just like oh my god this money like fell out of the sky it's like you think differently when you're very present you think about different creative ways to bring money into your life, for instance, or to bring whatever it is that you are manifesting into your life. I've been many, 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 many times out here trying to manifest some specific outcome in my life. And you know what? You couldn't even believe some of the things that actually come about. Sometimes it is just the most wild synchronicities that have happened in 
my life and sometimes it is just the most mundane synchronicities that have happened in my life sometimes you you look at the world as oh my god i just it's a miracle that i ran into the right person at the right time versus that person was just there and i just happened to run into them I've got so many stories I could tell you about the manifestations of my world around me from the desk that I'm sitting at literally right now to record these episodes to how I found my apartment to God, I have recorded a couple of podcast episodes on other people's podcasts, which I will link in the show notes, uh, telling the story of the time I got knocked up and what happened then. Um, that's a heck of a story, especially right now. Um, and then also my dog, which is the story I'm actually going to tell today, is the story of how I got my dog, which, bonus, I got a dog since season one. I am a dog owner, and I love her. Her name is Hartley. She is a three-year-old chewini. Oh, my God. It turns out that they, it's, she's, it's one of those, like, stupid-sounding designer mutts that uh, it's a chihuahua dachshund mix is a chewini like a labradoodle or you know any of those other ones that i think it's ridiculous but i have one and she is the best dog ever 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 do you know you're a good girl she does and right now i'm going to tell you the story of the miracles that happened for me to get my dog and we're going to break this apart into really how does it look and what kinds of things are required to manifest some shit in your life. And what does that mean about the existence of the universe? There may, may not actually be an existence of the universe, but whatever. And we're going to come back around here to the miracles. Because I want you to listen here for the miracles that are available for you in what I'm going to share about me finding my perfect dog. So let's start with, I'm a fucking dog person. I love dogs. I love seeing dogs in my neighborhood. I love hanging out with dogs. I love seeing dogs around because a ton of people here where I live keep dogs. There's just, it's just like dogapalooza all the time. It is awesome. And for the last few years, I have been manifesting this really, really, really specific, really awesome future life. Here's the vision. This is what I've been manifesting for the last solidly five years is this beautiful life where I have this fun heart opening business where I get to help people every day and I love going to work. There's a home that I own that meets honestly some pretty specific specifications. I have really specific specifications about what home I want. There's a lot of things I'm very clear on there. Um, so there's this apartment or other form of home. It doesn't have to be a, an apartment. Um, and there's this amazing, gorgeous, beautiful, heart-stopping, absolute, like all of the Lady Gaga adjectives, like double, like super amazing woman that I get to, I get the privilege of dating. And is just as adoring of me as I am of her. And she's just like, I have some specifications about this person as well, obviously, because not every person is a match for every other person. But uh, I'm not going to get deeply into those because this isn't the point. And then also in this future I'm manifesting, there's my dog. This is the part where it gets really good because we're talking about the dog, obviously. And obviously this is going to be 
our dog because the girlfriend and I obviously have a dog together. And this dog is the perfect little dog ever. We go on walks, we hang out, and she's the perfect dog for me. I've actually never gotten very specific before now about what the perfect dog for me really actually means until I started dog hunting. And let me let me not get ahead of myself here. That vision, that vision is like, that's the whole of it. Like everything else, everything else can be what it is. And it'll be amazing. But those are the specifics that I have been calling into my life. And so here's where it gets interesting to me in the world of manifestation is when you hold a vision like that for so long, like I said, I've been manifesting this for five years you get to this point where it's just like it's like habitual but you're always looking forward you're always looking ahead in time to the time when this is going to happen and like one day like one day my ship will come in one day this is going to exist one day one day someday and I looked up one day and realized that it was actually here in many, many, many ways. I am on track for homeownership. And in the meantime, I have an apartment that I absolutely adore. It that meets all of my, as I said, specific specifications. And um, I have a business that I adore that actually does support me. And I have all of these things that I love in my life. And I looked up and I was like, hang on, hold on. There was a point in my life where there was no way I could get a dog. I was not stable enough in my life to have a dog. And now I'm like, bitch, I got the foundation in place. I could get a dog. And that was wild to me. That was absolutely this record scratch moment to me because the dog was part of the future plan. In fact, whenever I imagined how this vision would unfold in my life, which obviously I did frequently because I was kind of obsessed with it, the way that I always envisioned it was I have the business and that pays for the apartment and the girlfriend shows up at some point in that process. We get the apartment together. We get the dog together. And that was how I had it, that it had to go. And so the idea that like, oh my God, I have the apartment that I want. I have the business that I love. And I could get a dog now as just a single person, as just me. But it's literally something that I deeply want is to have a dog. I've been missing having a dog for a long time. That's why having a dog is part of the vision. That was wild to me to just rewrite the vision to actually align with now. This is one of those being present to everything that's actually around you. I had gotten so focused on eff effectively, metaphorically looking at my phone, something that was not happening right where I was, but was happening somewhere in the world in somewhere in time, which was this vision. I hadn't been looking around at the world around me at what I actually had. I wasn't looking at the trees and the people near me and... Um, where I was walking and everything, I metaphorically had gotten really, really tunnel visioned into this one way that I thought it had to be. And I had stopped looking at what I actually had. This is the part where gratitude powers your manifestation process is that you need to actually notice what you got, man. And you got to appreciate what you got because you're just going to get more of it. 
What you have is what you've made. What you have is what you have manifested. There's nothing in your life that you can have that you have not manifested. That is how creation works. That is how being a human alive in the world works. We're all just energetic beings having a human experience. And that's it. Like, it's all just energy vibing. And that's the whole thing. There's only one thing, and it's all energy, and it's all consciousness, and it's all the one thing, which it's all, it's all the same thing. Everything's a water bottle. Everything is everythingness. So for me, pretending that this one way was the only way, absolutely bonkers. Like, there's so many ways that that particular vision can come to pass, obviously, because it's coming to pass now a different way. And so I started sharing with my friends because I was like, oh my God, guys, I could get a dog. And they were like, oh my God, that's so cool. And I have one particular friend who's also just as obsessed with dogs as I am, who reached out to me and was like, oh my God, that's so exciting. I'm so happy for you. What do you want in a dog? And I was like, oh man, like these are some of the things I know I want in a dog. I know that my dog has to be really fluffy because I love petting really fluffy dogs. And... They've got to be like, you know, small to medium size because I don't have a large apartment and they have to be like, I prefer a female over a male for reasons. And I have like all of these, like some other specifications too. You know, I want an adult dog. I don't want a puppy because I don't want to have to train a puppy. I do not care enough about that. And there's so many adult dogs out there that need homes and, you know, the temperament, like I want kind of even tempered temperament, um, I want a dog that I can take places and go places and I don't have to worry too much about them being aggressive with other dogs or whatever. Like I I have a lot of dog experience and I've known a lot of dogs and I know a lot of things that can go weird with dogs. So I'm talking to my friend who is a dog person and this friend actually is not just a dog person, but a trainer, a dog sitter, a dog walker. <laughs> She's very tapped in and, uh, this friend starts sending me dogs. She starts sending me photos of dogs on adoption websites. She's like, what about this one? Like, what do you think about that? Like, what about this one? This seems like it's part of, it's like match for you. Like, how do you actually like it? And I'm like, oh, well, I like this about this dog. Like that dog is incredibly adorable, but I'm just not feeling it. Like blah, blah, blah. Um, This friend just like hangs out on a dog adoption websites on the regular because she loves looking at dogs. And so she was already, she was the opportunity that I didn't know existed, that I didn't know that she spent a lot of her time or, you know, some of her time just trolling dog websites, looking at dogs that were up for adoption and then turning to her boyfriend and saying, what about this one? (laughs) They already have two dogs and him going, no. And her going, okay. Didn't really expect it, but she loves, like, she loves that. She loves looking at dogs and just playing with the idea of getting a new dog. And uh, and it never goes anywhere because they have two dogs and they're happy with it. Sort of similar, actually, to the way that I currently do that with real estate websites. Where I'm like, oh, you know, I wonder what's up. I wonder what's happening in my area, in my price range, in my specifications. Like, I wonder what the houses are available. I wonder what's out there. Like, I'm keeping an eye on the market, but also I just like looking at other people's houses. And she does the same thing with dogs. And I didn't know that she did that. This is the part where miracles happen is that I had no idea that in sharing with my friends that I was about to turbocharge my dog search. Within a couple of weeks, my friend Lauren had found me my dog. 
we went and visited my dog at her foster home and it was an instant yes instant yes absolutely 100 percent want to take this dog home would take this dog right the fuck now and so i did all the things right off and brought that home brought that dog home very soon after which is also different than what i had thought would happen i had thought that it would take a few months to find the right dog and as soon as i started saying yes to the vision of having this dog the vision that i'd been creating and i had put the brakes on that vision by putting it into my future and not into my present by imagining that that vision the dog girlfriend house business vision would happen would be happening in the future i was putting the brakes on it un knowingly that I was I was putting up resistance to it actually happening now because I wasn't looking for it to happen now around me and then when I started taking the brakes off holy shit then it was just like oh thank god you're finally ready cool we got a dog for you and then here we are and I have the cutest most sweetest best fluffiest little dog and I adore having her so much. So let me break this story down for you. All right. Let's talk about what this means for you, what you can learn from this story, what we, how we can op- help you open your brain up and help you open your energy up so that the things that are living in your future can become part of your present. I'm going to list out three things here that I'm going to pull out of this story of me getting Hartley and illustrate for you. And I'm sure there's more. You could find a lot, I think, in even this little story. All right. So number one, I stayed open to the possibilities. I think this is a huge part of what I'm discovering right now about what manifestation means. It's not about necessarily listing out every single little thing that you want and obsessing over the details of it. You have specifications for anything that you're creating because you're you and there are things that you vibe with more than others. If you say, I need a ride to work, there's a difference between your friend with a jalopy and somebody dropping off the keys to a brand new car in your driveway. Like those are very different things. The thing is that the universe needs room to breathe. It needs room to create. It needs room to surprise you. Look, if everything went exactly to plan, that'd be boring. That'd be so deeply boring. And none of us came here to this physical reality to be bored. We came to this physical reality because it's interesting. Because it's fun. Because it's crazy. Because it's unpredictable. Things happen in linear time here. And that is wild. Like the entire idea that one thing happens and then another thing happens after. And you get to experience one moment and then another moment sequentially and then the next moment after but you only live in each moment one at a time so you can fully experience everything happening in each of those individual moments wild absolutely incredible what a system totally crazy doesn't make any fucking sense it's amazing why would you do that ever except to like string out the experience just like make it more juicy more interesting over time anyway back to the point 
the universe needs room to breathe. So let's say you want like a dog, for instance. I just told you earlier the specifications I had. Like I knew I wanted a fluffy dog. I knew I didn't want a short hair. That's just my preference. So there's a lot of fluffy dogs out there. Do I have a preference in breed? I didn't actually. In terms of breed, I was pretty open. In terms of what I got out of that dog, very clear. Like even temperament, fluffy, they're happy in the kind of space that I have in the lifestyle that I have. We're, we're going to work together and have a great dog-human friendship. In the example of Hartley, she is a mutt, which I love. I love that she's a mutt. They're genetically much more stable than purebreds. And she's the perfect size. She's actually smaller than any dog I've ever had. But it's amazing because... I can pick her up so easily. And I do all the time. I pick up my dog and kiss her head like, <laughs> like at least at least five times a day. And it also is this thing that I like there's things I never expected about the kind of dog that I have now where she is so small that I can fit her under the seat in front of me on an airplane, <laughs> which means I can travel with this dog around the country whenever I go places if I want to bring her. Um, which is not something that I specified, but it's something that I get. So there's all this room for staying open to the possibilities, being clear on what matters, and just letting everything else about the thing be. It doesn't mean compromising what matters to you. You need to be clear on what matters. Like, don't lie to yourself and say, like, oh, it could be any dog. Oh, it could be any partner. Oh, it could be anyone. It can't. It can't. Are you going to marry, like, a serial killer? You're probably not. That's... You're not. Also, they're probably in jail, and that would really complicate your love life. The list of people that you will date, the list of dogs that you will buy, shorter than the list of all of the people that exist or all of the dogs that exist. So be clear and unapologetic with what matters to you. But if it doesn't matter to you, let the universe have it. Let the universe have it. I, if my dog had been like three times her size, I would be perfectly happy with that. Honestly, she's small enough if she'd been like four times her size, she'd, I'd still be fine with that. And no, so it's about knowing what matters to you and letting the rest go. Number two on this three-part list, I was open to something new happening right now. I think I touched on this earlier about like bringing things into the present. But when I was starting to look at dogs and I thought that I would get one in a few months, that it would take time to find the right dog that I would be looking for a while. When it didn't go that way, I was ready. I was fine. As soon as I said yes to getting a dog, I was saying yes to finding a dog. And I immediately started doing the work, which is actually part three of I removed the blocks that I had about not having the thing that I was creating. I definitely had some stuff to let go of about I thought that this dog thing would be happening later. I thought I'd be adopting a dog with a partner and it would be so cute. And I'm not doing those things. I've got a dog that's perfect for me now who's going to be perfect for me for a long time because, you know, she's going to be alive for at least another 15 years. And I welcomed in the the dog that's right for me. But I had to let go of a lot of stuff that I had 
that I didn't even know I'd accumulated about not having the thing. I had a lot of like frustration and disappointment to feel through and just feel all of those feelings about all of the years that I didn't have a dog and letting go of that. And you can do the same thing with like anything else that you're manifesting. Please do. In fact, like you're manifesting a partner, you are going to have some shit about being single. You're going to have some shit to deal with about how the universe hasn't brought you the thing that you thought that you said that you want at the time frame that you thought that you had gotten it. The universe is not a short order cook and no one is going to like not tip because they didn't bring you your eggs on time. It doesn't mean that your eggs are going to come to you cold. It just means that they're going to not be here this second because there's not eggs in front of you. That's it. They're not here right now because they're not here right now. And there's a lot to let go of. When you get really clear to let something into your life, there's a lot of expansion. There's a lot of let go. There's a lot of compassion for yourself now and in the past there, and in the future. There's so much space. It's all about creating space. It's all about creating expansion. It's all about creating the open, empty space in which something can actually arise. If there's nothing, if there's no room in your life, if your whole existence is filled up with expectations, frustrations, and I don't have it, then where the fuck is the thing going to turn up? If you're, so, this is, this is again, back to like walking down your, the street, staring at your phone. If you're, if the phone in this metaphor is like, you're staring so hard at, I don't have it. I don't have it. I don't have it. I don't have it. You're literally not going to notice the person next to you who is like super damn hot and lives next door that you could ask out. Just like I wasn't looking at how many dog rescues there are in Seattle, where I live, that can just get you a dog. That have so many dogs. They have so many dogs. BT Dubs, if you're looking for a dog, we're back to there are dogs. This isn't the pandemic uh, anymore, apparently. At least not in terms of dog ownership. And again, like in number one, where we're creating our possibilities and allowing room for possibility... I got really clear on what matters and what doesn't. And it doesn't matter to me exactly how my ideal future is materialized. It doesn't matter whether I get the dog before I get the partner and buy a house. That is fine. Turns out that's fine. I totally thought it mattered and it doesn't. So there's a lot of like clearing out things. There's a lot of expectations that can cloud up your energy Um, And that sounds very esoteric, but what that really means is that you're looking so hard at how you expect things to be that you're not looking at how things are. And you're not open to speculation about what it could be. It's all about opening yourself up. That's what manifestation is. It's all opening yourself up to possibilities. It's opening yourself up to the possibility that you are a manifesting genius and you create everything you have created everything in your life there isn't anything you haven't created that you have it's amazing i don't care if somebody else got it for you you made it you're the reason that it exists in your life take ownership of that when it really comes down to it 
Honestly, the greatest manifestation of your life is your own personal human experience. It's not a car or a dog or a million bucks or a partner or fucking anything else. It's your experience of being alive. That's your greatest co-creation with the universe. When you're miserable, you're creating that experience with the universe. When you're happy, you're creating that experience with the universe. You'll have, you'll never control all of it. That's not the point. The point is not to control how the universe brings you things. Like, again, it's not a short order cook. It's more like a collaborator. It's more like, it's more like if you were the director of the movie of your life, the universe is everybody else. <laughs> it's casting. It's music. It's editing. It's uh, the actual cast themselves. It's all of the PAs. It's everybody who gets coffee. It's everything else. It's the production design. It's the post-production. It's like putting together the explosions. It's everything. If you are the director of your life, the universe is your co-collaborator in every other way, every other role, everything that you don't even know what happens, everything that the director in a movie never knows happens. They don't care how the makeup artist got the star ready to go. They care that the star is ready to go. So let go of a lot of, lot of, lot of things that you don't need to know. You don't need to know. Focus on your experience. That's how you manifest the best shit in your life is by having the experience of being alive that you want to be having. Focus on happy. Focus on allowing. Create space for all the emotions you're going to process when you start doing that. It's going to be amazing. And it's completely fucking worth it. (laughs) Completely fucking worth it. It's like the difference between trying to control the ocean versus surf on the ocean. And that's it. That's all there is to say. Thank you so much. Thank you for being here. Thank you for being open to this conversation. Thank you for being here, listening to the podcast. Welcome to season two. If you enjoyed this episode, please rate and review us on iTunes and Spotify. Subscribe to the podcast to be notified of new episodes when they air. For more awesome talk about intuition, manifestation, and dogs, (laughs) come find me over on Instagram. I'm at Slade.Powell. And you can give me a shout over there. If you want to see what I do and how I can help you and people that you love tap into your own intuitive gifts and phenomenal cosmic powers, you can head over to sladepowell.com for the scoop. Links in the show notes, and I'll see you next time. Thank you.